Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to another installment of Path to Abundant Living. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we have the stars of our show and Mr. Scott Morrison and Matt Nordman of Morrison Nordman and Associates. They're joining us today for another wealth management-related discussion, and I'm, I'm excited about today's topic for a few reasons. It's a little different, uh, but we've got you looking inward to kind of identify something within yourself and you know your own wealth management habits. So hear this out. We all have various personality traits, right? Some of us are introverts, maybe some of us can be extroverts, but did you know that you also have a wealth personality? You know, and it can in fact leave a big impact or footprint on how you manage your wealth, how you spend your wealth. And today that's what we're getting into. We're examining these different high net worth personalities to help you determine which one you are. So that way maybe you can make better decisions, uh, you know, to help bolster your portfolio moving forward. So that being said, let's go ahead and bring the guys out and get today's conversation rolling on these different high net worth personality types. Matt, Scott, good to see you guys. How are we doing this morning? Ryan, morning. great to see you. Professor, good to see you, good to see you as always. <laughs> No, good to see you guys. Uh, always good time whenever we get together for another one of these discussions. Um, fellas, we're talking high net worth personality types. I know you see a lot of these in your regular dealings with clients over at Morrison Nordman and Associates. So let's let's dive right in. Scott, let me throw this first one over to you uh, to get the ball rolling. Um, so this idea of having high net worth personalities, this is probably a new idea to many of our, you know, many listeners and viewers out there at the moment. Tell us what just generally what we mean by high net worth personality types. Well, this, this kind of psychology is about understanding the hows and the whys behind your attitudes and your decisions about your money, uh, as well as about who, you know, who the professionals are that you want to work with. Uh, this is the kind of behavioral finance science that started to first be developed in the 1990s and, and has been uh, studied in great detail ever since, uh, you know, by way of thousands of wealthy investors, uh, you know, lots of discussions about what's important, uh, you know, in, in, their, in their psychology towards wealth. And it's been adopted by a lot of forward-thinking advisors as well and other professions. So, Knowing that that's the case, it's a, it's a good idea to reflect on, on and understand, you know, what your personal uh, financial psychology is, and then be able to select advisors who match up well with, you know, your particular traits. Certainly. I mean, it makes sense to me, Scott, but you know, one thing that we chat about on this show a lot, guys, is that relationship between, you know, a client and their wealth manager. It's gotta, it's gotta be a, a successful one. It's gotta be a, you know, a, an easy, you know, easy feeling one, obviously that human element coming into play there. But in that same vein of the relationship between a client and a wealth manager, how important would you say is an investor's attitudes and their personality traits? How important is it for them to be similar to the professional, the wealth manager that they're ultimately working with? Matt, I'll toss this one to you. Sure, Ryan. Well, it is probably more important than you might think. You're probably seeking, you know, truly valuable financial advice that's designed around maximizing your ability to achieve your really most important objectives. And so you really want to enlist experts who know you well enough to, you know, quote unquote, get you and what you really want your money to accomplish and why. And so what we found over the years is that 
that personal connection between the advisors and their clients is, is as important to your financial success as the traits that the, is, the advisor has, you know, the competence and resources at their disposal. So again, it doesn't mean you have to be best friends with your advisors. And, you know, we've, we've have, you know, referred to that in the past, but you want there to be some sort of an affinity there between you and your advisor. So ultimately knowing more about your own high net worth personality can help you identify those professionals who are able to connect with you and relate to you and deliver advice that works. Right. Because a better relationship with your wealth manager is only going to lead to more successful outcomes down the road. I mean, we've hit on that before. Guys, let's get into the weeds here. Uh, let's start talking about some of these specific high net worth personality types. Scott, you want to bat lead off for us? What, what are we? What do you see on your end as a few of the uh, different options that uh, your guys are seeing on your end? Well, there's several distinct personality types, some more commonly seen than others. Uh, my favorite, for example, is the family steward, because I, I kind of see myself as one, uh, you know, the chief financial investment concern of somebody who's a family steward is one who wants to, as you can imagine, take care of their loved ones. So if you're a family steward, your goals are typically centered around issues like paying for your child's tuition, taking care of your parents, or if you have a special needs child. We're passing uh, wealth on to heirs, obviously, is, a, is, is right at the top. Uh, the family steward is also usually very conservative or, or conservative financially by nature, and they want financial advisors who make them feel good about the goal of caring uh, for their family. They want to make sure that that goal for, for caring uh, for family is protected. Uh, another personality type, I think, that we see quite often are the independents. Uh, these types of uh, folks want freedom uh, that the financial security ensures. They, they want to be able to um, you know, do what they want when they want to do it. Uh, so for them, wealth is simply kind of a means to an end. They want to work with a financial advisor who can give advice and will work, uh, work with them to attain and maintain financial freedom and flexibility. All right, so we've got the family stewards, we've got the independents. Matt, any other personality types that you you guys are seeing out there that maybe um, you know maybe uh, you know that are, are equally as interesting, but you know some other people might fall into. Oh, very much so. And and by the way, I'd like to give a little a little throwback to you. I don't know if you did that on purpose about opening day, but Scott Batten lead off. You know, as we just had opening day. <laughs> good MLB. point. Very good point. Fantastic. So. <laughs> So yeah, some of the the other personality types, you, you know, you look at the investment phobic and they don't really like investing and they don't feel comfortable trying to learn all about it. And so really it often stresses them out. And so instead what they prefer to do is delegate those investment duties to the financial advisor that they trust and who demonstrates that reliability and dedication. The anonymous, they're extremely private investors. They value confidentiality and don't want to disclose their financial information to anyone. They tend to work with only maybe one or two advisors whom they trust deeply. There's two similar personality types, it, the, the mogul and the VIP, and moguls seek power, influence, and control. And they tend to view investing as yet another area where they can exercise those things. Now, VIPs, they value prestige. They usually want their investments to help them acquire uh, expensive possessions and gain that social standing, kind of the, hey, see me now. 
and they prefer to work with firms that everyone knows who they are and kind of carry that maybe a little bit higher level of prestige. And there's also the accumulator, kind of basically what it sounds like. And they want to save more than they spend, live well below their means, and they don't really show outward signs of their affluence. Their goal is capital appreciation, pure and simple. The more money they have, the better and more comfortable that they feel. The gambler, sounds like it is. You know, investing is is all about the excitement and the drama and, of course, performance. So they're most likely to believe that they can and should beat the markets every single year. And they want to work with advisors who are aggressively trying to do that. And then the final type is the innovator. And they love new investment products, strategies, services, trading methods. And they want advisors who are really technically savvy. And they're up to speed with their knowledge and approach to investing and who will offer, you know, kind of the newest and most complex solutions. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong or good or bad about any of these personality types. And each one simply reflects your own core beliefs and your ideas about money and wealth. So guys, I mean, I count nine different high net worth personality types there that we just went through. Obviously, each one different from the next, you know, obvi you know, it, obviously our audience right now, they're thinking to themselves, which one they fall under. So can you help us understand maybe how someone now that we've outlined what, you know, some of these different high net worth personalities are, how someone with one of those high net worth personality types would be well served in working with a wealth manager that shares that outlook. You know, uh, Matt, you mentioned the gambler and how they're always seeking to, to beat the, you know, beat the markets, beat the, you know, the system and, and need a wealth manager feeling that way. Scott, could you elaborate on just how well served somebody can, you know, would be if they're working with somebody that shares that same, you know, high net worth personality type. Well, of course, it's nice to work with somebody who thinks similar to yourself, right? Um, or, or, or at least someone who knows how to work with your type. Uh, but it's more than just a, a nicety. I mean, working with an advisor who doesn't understand or appreciate your core values could potentially cost you financially. Uh, for example, uh, we talked about the mogul. Uh, the mogul personality is somebody who's seeking big returns and is probably willing to take substantial risks to meet those, you know, to, to maximize the probability of attaining, of obtaining that goal. Uh, however, you're not going to be served well if you're in, and you'll probably be disappointed by your advisor who favors, you know, more conservative investments. Uh, likewise, if you're, if you're a phobic and your advisor constantly wants to talk about the investment process and the gyrations in the market and, and really likes to get in the weeds, uh, you're going to find, you know, you're having a pretty unsuccessful and unenjoyable ride. Uh, we, we, you know, that investment experience is just not something you're comfortable with. So it, it kind of comes down to this. It kind of comes down to your wealth needs to be positioned to support what you care about most in life. And so need to be able to trust the advice you're getting as well as the source of that advice. So if your advisor doesn't, you know, play well in the sandbox with you, like somebody like yourself, you're going to receive none of those benefits. So in turn, uh, it could mean that you won't grow and protect your, your wealth according to your wishes and your beliefs. Makes sense to me there, Scott. So guys, for those out there that are thinking to themselves, you know, which personality type they might fall into, how how could somebody take, you know, a next step and, and really determine which which personality type that they might fall into? Because sure, they're thinking, ah, oh, maybe they share some instances of this type or that type. 
is there a process you know what, what do you have here for us matt yeah there's there's definitely a process and and there's some questions you want to ask yourself and and start with the first one is what would you like your investments to achieve what would you like your investments to achieve and so if you're a family steward your answers will probably revolve around um doing something for your family you know ranging from college education for your kids or your grandkids or maybe taking care of an elderly parent or estate planning put it in place so that there'll be this harmonious division of your assets when when you and your spouse pass away you want your advisor who focuses in those areas and has an in-depth understanding of families and family dynamics well now if if by contrast you're an independent as opposed to that family steward your answers will probably include goals like you know buying that dream house sailing around the world you know you're going to place that highest value on using money to buy that personal autonomy and freedom and so you can do exactly what it is that you want to do in life but you'll need an advisor to be able to understand and account for those drivers when serving you. And the next question is when you think about money, what concerns, needs, or feelings come to mind? And so if you write down a phrase that might say, I want my money to grow as quickly as possible, or I want $5 million saved up by the time I'm 60. Well, pretty confident that you're going to be your personality type is an accumulator. And so you're looking mainly to acquire more assets. You're not really concerned about what they can do um, with your money. You're just really driven to accumulate more of it. And so you should seek out that advisor who's going to help you accumulate that, but also potentially one who's going to take steps to protect what it is that you've accumulated over time. And so, and if you associate feelings of power, importance and control and money, like we had talked about over earlier, you're that mogul. And so you see money as having the ability to influence people that might be family members, business contacts or community leaders and, and different events. And you want to use those to your advantage. If, if you really enjoy being recognized and acknowledged and enjoy those prestigious surroundings and possessions, you're likely a VIP. And that means you're interested in what money can do mostly in terms of gaining material possessions that, you know, new, wonderful house or fabulous trips, a new boat. And VIPs tend to invest uh, for what money can buy in the lifestyle that it can confer. Sure. Guys, so again, just to recap for our audience, nine different high net worth personality types, starting with the family stewards. We've got the independents. We get the investment phobics, anonymous. We've got the moguls or the VIPs, the accumulators, and then one, uh, two more additional ones, the gamblers, and then of course, the innovators. So nine different high net worth personality types. And as we've been discussing them, though, fellas, what if somebody out there is thinking to themselves, I don't know if I really fall into it any of these, you know, is that, is that okay? If that's the case, you know, what's, what are your thoughts on this? Well, then I'd say there's probably two more questions that you need to consider. And that first one being how involved do you want to be in the invest in the investing process? Because that question is extremely effective in determining whether you're a phobic, a gambler or an innovator. If you feel investing is uncomfortable, you know, a, a burden or even a bit scary, then you're probably the classic phobic. And you'll probably want an advisor who doesn't throw a lot of detailed information about investing at you. 
but if you love learning all you can about the financial markets and the investments and you feel a strong need to take a hands-on approach to managing your wealth uh, because you either get a thrill like the gambler gets out of it or you want to pursue wealth management as an intellectual challenge, then you may be a gambler or an innovator. So if that's the case, you're going to be best served by an advisor who wants to get in the trenches with you. And when it comes to making investment decisions and helps you seek out cutting edge solutions and insights, that's, that's the kind of advisor you're looking for. That second question would be how important is it is your confidentiality of your, your financial affairs? I mean, in this industry, everybody cares about their confidentiality. We go to great lengths uh, to protect that. But if you're deeply concerned about this issue and feel almost secretive about your, your financial affairs, consider yourself an anonymous uh, personality type. You'll want an advisor who has systems in place to ensure the security and confidentiality of your financial data and one who explicitly details uh, those measures to you. So guys, is it also possible, you know, on the flip side, for somebody to have maybe more than just one of these high net worth personality types, maybe, they, maybe they've got a mixture or, or a combination of maybe even a few different ones? Is, is this possible in your eyes? You know, Ryan, you may find that there is some overlap between a few of the categories, but chances are one category describes your personality best most of the time. And it seems most people are family stewards. They do what they do in order to help give their spouses, their kids or grandkids more opportunities in life. But regardless of, of which one that you are, once you have a good idea of your specific high net worth personality type, you can assess how well the advice that you get from your various professionals reflects that type and ensure that you're positioned to achieve a great wealth management experience now and into the future. Sure, sure. So fellas, as we're bringing our conversation here to a head today, you know, we've discussed these nine different high net worth personality types. Somebody can be a little bit of a mix of both. Uh, you know, there are some questions we've laid out a process of what somebody can ask themselves to help them determine what that high net worth personality type is. And then of course, we've hammered home the importance of working with a wealth manager, a true professional that helps to mirror and recognize what the, your high net worth personality type is. So that way they can pro provide a, a high level of service to you with your needs, concerns, and wants in mind. All that being said, fellas, let's say somebody out there in the audience today, they went through this exercise with us, they pinpointed which type they are, maybe they're re recognizing that their wealth manager maybe doesn't really fit into the equation, their current wealth manager that is, or maybe they don't even have a wealth manager. And this whole conversation has got them thinking about, uh, you know, just diving into this conversation a little further and, and doing that stress test of, as we've mentioned so many times that overall review of their current strategies and where they want to go if somebody wanted to reach out to you and your team at morrison norman associates and just get a dialogue started and chat with you guys about them you know themselves and of course what the future looks like what would be the best way they could go ahead and get in touch with you guys the best way to contact morrison nordman uh couple different things. You can obviously use the phone 517-333-7967. Uh, uh, we'd also invite you to uh, view our website at morrisonnordman.com. Uh, that's a great place to get familiar with our wealth management process. And that first uh, step of the wealth management process is that discovery meeting where we get to find out as much about you as possible and what's important in your life. 
Awesome. And again, we've, we've discussed kind of the ins and outs of that stress testing process, beginning with that discovery meeting, Scott, that you just mentioned really great stuff, you know, that we've unpacked in, in prior episodes. So if you're newer to the show, you can always head back in past episodes and check out some of those conversations as well. But guys, look, Hey, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day to be with us here on the show to dive into this idea of, of, do you know your high net worth personality type? And I think we've, we've given our audience a nice framework on how they can help identify that and fall, you know, figure out which you know personality type they are so guys appreciate you and your time and uh looking forward to being back with you on the next one all right ryan have a great day great to see you ryan all right thanks guys and look hey we want to take one final moment as always to thank you guys our audience for jumping aboard and being with us here on the show today if you liked what you saw you liked what you heard do us a favor leave a comment on the show subscribe to it on whichever platform you're checking us out on and then of course share this information with friends family business owners anybody that you think would benefit from these types of discussions because as you know we're taking those same discussions those same strategies solutions that Matt and Scott are having with their clients on a regular basis. And we're bringing them right here to this show. We've got some great conversations teed up for future episodes, and we would hate to have you miss out on any of those potentially beneficial conversations. So for Matt, for Scott, I'm Ryan Ruff. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you being with us one final time here on today's episode of Path to Abundant Living. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors. Morrison, Norbin & Associates and Securities America are separate entities. All investing involves risk, including the possible risk of principal.